this is Brittany Estep. And I'm Chip Richter. And you're listening to the Roots and Wings podcast. A conversation about faith, family, and parenting. We're glad you're listening. Well, hello there, friends. Chip Richter coming to you from (laughs) not the beach, but by the lake. For real this time. For real. I don't know if you can hear the water uh, lapping along the shore here, but I'm I'm sitting here on the uh, at the edge of Lake Erie and at a picnic table, and I set up outside because it's an incredibly beautiful day. Not too hot. And, um, you know, we've done a couple episodes where we, we opened it up with the, a, uh, a kind of phony fa- uh, beach-sounding environment, little sound design there. But this is real. And you might even hear some wind blowing, too. Uh, in fact, I wish you could see the setup here. In fact, I'll take a picture of the setup, and I'll post it on our website. Um, if you want to see a picture of the setup here, I have um, I'm plugged into my laptop uh, with uh, a USB mic, and I have a beach towel <laughs> draped over the um, the microphone, the back of the microphone, so that to eliminate some of the the wind noise, because it's you know it's I'm sitting here by the lake, so it's pretty breezy, and but it's perfect. It's a perfect day. My dog Annie, our dog Annie, is sitting here under the picnic table, and uh, we're just we're just chilling by the lake here at the end of the summer. Now here's the thing. Summer is not over yet. I know it feels like it is, but it's really not. It's still summer. I mean, next week is still the last week of August. So, um, in fact, I was I stopped in a um, into a uh, a Starbucks the other day and uh, to pick up a coffee, and it was all all the advertising was all about pumpkin spice lattes coming soon, <laughs> and so already. Already, people are, you know, advertising for for fall stuff, and and I was I, and I was in the store the other day, and there was Halloween candy out, in August. That's crazy. I mean, let's face it. By by the time, if you bought Halloween candy now, let's be honest, it would be gone before, you would eat it before Halloween, at this point, <laughs> and then you'd buy more. I guess that's what maybe that's the maybe that's the uh, the strategy. I don't know. But um, anyway, so this episode, again, I'm solo, uh, missing you, Brittany, if you're listening to this. Um, I wish you were sitting here. You would love this. She would totally love this. In fact, we should do a podcast like this, Britt. Actually, we, we, we kind of staged it, but we should actually sit on the beach or sit by the lake and do a podcast. How fun would that be? Um, we, had, we had a couple of um, comments from listeners the time we did our podcast sitting at the picnic table in the backyard at the cottage and lakeside so with the all the ambient sounds going on the birds and the 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 bell tolling for vespers so so maybe this will be uh i don't know this you you may hear the ambient sounds here going on too so maybe that maybe you'll enjoy that but but anyway here's the i'm rambling so here's the uh here's the idea for today's episode last week um you know i posted the episode about back to school and uh, anxiety that goes with that. And I kind of wanted to, I guess, pick up on that too again this week. 
uh, because there are still kids that are, you know, there's some families that are just getting ready to send their kids off to school. Some of, some of you have already done that, but um, we just finished, today was our very last week of God Squad, um, which is a, a program that I do here at Lakeside, which is what puts me here for the summer. It's kind of like vacation Bible school all summer long, and um, super fun. And today is Thursday as I'm recording this, and uh, Thursday, August 23rd. And um, it was our last one for the summer. And uh, mostly kids from Michigan and uh, kids from the East Coast, because all of Ohio, it seems like they've already started. But if you're listening to this and your kids haven't started school yet, maybe you're still processing that um, that idea of back to school and some of the anxiety that comes with that. But, you know, I was thinking about this... Um, after I posted that episode, I've been, you know, I was on some of my social media things and just kind of looking at things that people are posting and uh, several families and kids that, that I follow, families I follow on Facebook and stuff. Are, there are um, tons of pictures up there of uh, kids who are starting their first day of school, you know, first day of first grade, first day of kindergarten. And that's kind of what prompted, you know, the idea of thinking about some of the anxiety that comes with that. So, of course, I've been liking a lot of those posts because the, the kids look so cute and they're bright, you know, bright faces and uh, shining eyes and excited and things like that. But, um, and I know that starting the first day of school, kindergarten, first grade, you know, fill in the blank, um, uh, reading their, you know, reading their parents' comments, you know, I can, see, I can read that they're excited, but I can also read into that a little bit of anxiety too. I can... And, um, and I pick that up, you know, I can pick that up too. And I share that, you know, the, you know, I really understand it because I remember sending my kids off, as I mentioned in last week's episode, sending them off to kindergarten, sending them off to first grade, the first day of junior high. <laughs> I don't know about you, but I remember in my own life, in my own school days, I remember junior high as being a really difficult, challenging, scary time for me. Just maybe it's just the... Um, I don't know, the time of life you're in, you know, that, that time of, you know, just so many changes happening in you, you know, emotionally, physically, you know, psychologically, just as you're growing up. I mean, the, the tween years, you know, like the tweeners. Um, if, so if, you, if, you're, if you're a parent of a, of a tweener, someone who's 12, 13, 14 years old, um, you get it. And uh, I want to encourage you, too, that the, I remember something Dr. Dobson James Dobson said, focus on the family. Um, someone asked him in an interview I heard, how do you get your kids through those teenage years, those tween years? Um, you know, here's the, he's a child psychologist, this guy that's written all these books, and he said, just get them through it, <laughs> which I thought was, you know, uh, okay. Even he didn't have any answers. It's just, you know, emotions are everywhere, roller coaster, you know. And, but, but isn't that what we're doing? As parents, we're just, you know, we're just getting our kids through it. Um, so I remember those. I remember those days sending my kids off. I remember even my own life how, you know, crazy that time is. And uh, and so, you know, the first day of high school, that that that's a big one. You know, when you think about, you know, talk about junior high, how how crazy, you know, our kids' emotions and stuff are. But what about the first day of high school? I think for parents, maybe that's a harder one. Because it, now it's like, wow, how am I sending, I'm sending my, my, I just got him through these tween years and I'm going to send him into the high school with those big kids in there and all that goes with that. And, um, 
yeah, I understand it. So I, I totally remember it. Those were anxious times for me, and I'm sure um, that they are for you guys. And so I hope last week's episode was an encouragement to you. But I just wanted to kind of add to that because as I listened to that episode back, back and I, you know, my encouragement, I guess, was just to, to remind you that you know they went through other first things, but but the first thing that you're in now, you've never gone through before. It's the first thing. <laughs> it's the first time you've sent your you know child into you know. Uh, into junior high or into high school or off to college. I mean, let's face it. I mean, even though our kids are have gone through, going off to college is a hugely traumatic thing too. And I see pictures of that too happening where people are posting, you know, <laughs> comments about, I held it together until we drove away and then I was a wreck and I get that too. So anyway, so I just wanted to add, add a little bit to, in this episode this week, a little bit to that for some encouragement for you. Um, moms and dads who are sending your kids off for these these ne- these next seasons of your life in the first place you know as you're doing it you can't believe that they're old enough to be doing this right you're you know you're thinking what how can they be old enough to go to high school how can they be old enough to go to college where did the where did the time go and in the second place you're certain that they're they're not ready for this you know you you're 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 questioning you're wondering and finally the third in the third place there's nothing that we can do about it you know, we, there's a powerlessness about it, too, because, I mean, you can't keep them home, right? You can't keep them in first grade forever. You wouldn't want that. I mean, that would be odd. You can't keep them in junior high forever. There's a time for them to move on naturally, and we know that, and we understand that. So, you know, ready or not, it's happening, and there's not a thing we can do about it. And, and we might want to slow it down. I mean, we might want to delay it, but the... But the inevitable is happening, you know, and there's some be- there's some anxiety that comes with that. It's running high, so I get that. So, if, if this is you listening to this today, if this is you, and as it was me and my wife Mary Beth, we we both shared <laughs> these things. Um, in fact, I remember Mary Beth talking about our children as they were going through those those years as they were toddlers and. She, she, she said, I wish I could just freeze them <laughs> like this. I wish I could just freeze them. And, and especially our youngest, as our, you know, we have three children as our youngest, you know, when she knew this was, this was our, the last one, our, our youngest son, our youngest child, our son Austin. I remember her saying that several times. I wish I could just freeze them like this, <laughs> keep them here, because <laughs> she knew she was going to miss it. But um, so anyway, if this is you, I, I just wanted to see if I could offer some encouragement again this week on in this podcast um one thing that kept me in a good place as my children were entering into these new stages of life kindergarten first grade junior high high school even college um one thing that kept me in a good place was remembering that they would be coming back home to our house after their school day you know yes i'm sending them off but i'm not sending them off forever at the end of the school day they were going to come back here and that I would, be, I would be here to greet them. And I would be here to ask them questions about, you know, how their day went. I'd be here to listen to them, tell, tell them, tell me about their day. And I made it a point, in fact, to maintain these open lines of communication with my kids all through those major stages, those changes, because I realized that the, the only thing, the only way that I'm going to be able to, you know, be able to encourage and, and build up and you know, help them, be a help to them, if, is if I could talk to them. And so those open lines of communication, I realized were going to be so important. So I really made an effort to keep those 
those lines of communication open. And, and in, especially in those teenage years, those are the toughest times because um, I, I persevered in that because I realized that that was going to be the time that I would me- maybe need to talk or they would need to talk the most. So, um, and those were hard t- times because sometimes kids are moody and they just don't want to talk in those teenage years. And so, and so those, you know, those years were probably the hardest ones as far as maintaining that. But, um, but, but I also made it a point, you know, before they left to connect with them at the start of their day every morning. Because before they went out the door, I wanted to be sure that, that they had contact with me and that I was able to just encourage them in their day to just speak something into their life or over them. And not in a, you know, super spiritual way, but just, I, I just, um, I just, I just wanted to touch base with them because I just wanted, I would want to know about what was in store for them. I'd ask them about what's coming up today, and and make it a point to speak a blessing over them or a prayer or something. If there was something in their mind, if they had a test or, or a tryout or, um, anything, anything that was, a, you know, if they had an issue with a teacher or something, anything that was on their mind, I wanted to hear how are you feeling about this day and how can I, and I would just pray over them, and speak a blessing. And uh, encourage them and, and just even cheer them on for what was ahead and, and try to encourage them. And then I would also challenge them with some things. Sometimes I would say, you know, and these would be fun things, fun tasks to do at school that day, like find out their teacher's favorite ice cream flavor or do something for a classmate that would make them smile. And, and, and they knew I would be asking them when, to report back to me at dinner that night at the end of the day. And I tried to keep this going for most of their elementary and junior high and high school years. And sure, we missed a few days here and there, of course. And, and, um, but, it, but it did become a routine that we all looked forward to. And, and even we, and, and we missed it when it didn't happen. If I was traveling in a way, um, you know, we missed it sometimes. But in, but in the morning, sometimes when we were running late, you know, it was tough, you know, because everybody, everybody sleeps in, things are hairy sometimes. So sometimes we're scrambling, running late, and I would be hustling them out the door. And, and they would even remind me. One of them would ask, Dad, what's our task today? Or what's our challenge today? Or what's our, or, or Dad, come on, we got to pray. Let's pray before we go. And I thought, well, yeah, that's right. I mean, so they, I knew they were looking forward to it. And it was a part of their routine as well, and it was doing something for them. And so my point and my encouragement here for you is simply to keep those lines of communication open as much as possible, especially as they, as they, grow, as they go into those tween years and teenage years, high school time and all that. And then to make a point to let your kids know that you're cheering them on and that you are their biggest fan without becoming a helicopter parent or, or embarrassing them too much in front of their friends. Just let them know, constantly let them know that you're thinking of them and that you, and they're rooting for them. Leave notes in their lunch boxes, you know. If you, if you have access to them at school, you know, a lot of parents can, a lot of schools offer opportunities for parents to come and join their kids for lunch sometimes. And we used to do that. Uh, not every day, obviously, but that would just be weird. But we would you know, pop in and have lunch, and and that was special, you know, and, uh, and, and it's, but all of this, you know, all of this stuff, um, it's, well, it's not complicated, or really even hard to do, it does, it doesn't just happen naturally, or by accident, you know, we just know how life rolls along, 
it all takes a plan. You know, it, it requires kind of making a plan and, and kind of having a strategy. And these are some things that I know I've shared in other podcasts, but it just comes back again and again and again, this idea of parenting on purpose. You know, <laughs> we sometimes we just parent sort of organically, and, and, and sometimes that's the best way to do it. But I do think that there's, it's never a bad idea to make a plan and to have a strategy. Whether you, whether you stick to it or not doesn't really matter. The, the point is you're thinking out of the box, maybe, and you're being creative about how you're parenting, how you're um, encouraging your children, how you're raising them and inspiring them and cheering them on. Those are all, you know, it's, certainly it's in our hearts to do it, but the actual fleshing out of that and how the rubber meets the road, that only happens with a plan. So the, that's my encouragement with you today. And I just hope that this hits you at a good point. Um, like I said, this sort of builds on last week's podcast of dealing with some anxiety. But even if you're not anxious, even if you're like, I'm fine with my kids going, they're good. They love school. I love school. <laughs> That's great. But I think some of these points could be a help for you. I guess the takeaway from this podcast that I want you to hear mostly is that communication point um, to be able to maintain and um, even create more opportunities for communication with your kids, especially as they get into those teenage years. I think it's so important that they know they can talk to you about anything, that you, you're, you're, you're open to listen, you're not going to judge them, you're not going to, you know, that they're safe. There's, it's a, there's a safe place for them to come and talk to you. I think that's so important, and it starts when they're young. It really does. You know, your kids, when they're little, when they're young, I know they probably talk your ear off, and sometimes you think, oh, my goodness, I wish I could just have some quiet for a while. Um, but believe me, as they get older, that chattiness is going to start to start to be less and less and less, and eventually, unless, it's, unless you encourage it, it's going to disappear. And you're going to miss it. And you're going to wonder, what's, what's, what's she thinking? <laughs> what's he thinking? What's going on inside their heads? And, and then truth, they don't even know. There's a lot of confusion and a lot of turmoil and a lot of questions. And, you know, as in those teenage years, those, and I think that's the most important time to be able to talk and just to sit down and say, how's it going? How are you feeling? What's going on? And just for them to feel safe and free to, to talk to you about things. So I hope this is a, an encouragement to you. Um, I, again, miss, I'm missing Brittany. I'm missing the opportunity for us to have a conversation. I know that she listens to this. She's going so, to say, oh, Dad, you should have said this, or you should have said that. And, and I wish she was here to say it. But hopefully we're going to have Britt back soon on these podcasts. Her uh, transition and um, this new, new season of life that she's in is going well, and she's excited about it. And maybe we'll even get a have a podcast where she can just share and just catch you all up on what she's doing i'm gonna wrap this up i'm here by the lake it's amazing i think i might need to put some sunscreen on actually <laughs> i am a fair-haired boy so i have to be careful but uh i i'm glad you guys are listening i hope you're doing great and i i hope that you will send us your comments and your thoughts about our podcast roots and wings um we want to hear from you we we'd love for you guys to share with us some things that topics that you would like to talk about we're always looking for uh, we've got plenty of ideas but we really want to hear what what you guys want to talk about or what you want to think about 
as always, we, you can send us email. Send me email, chip at chiprichter.com. And Richter is like the Richter scale, R-I-C-H-T-E-R, chiprichter.com. And you can send Brittany email at Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-A-N-Y, at chiprichter.com. And also check us out on Facebook. It's Roots, Roots and Wings Podcast. And then Roots and Wings Podcast on Twitter. And Roots and Wings Podcast on Instagram. Also, I'd like to let you know, too, you can go to my website, chiprichter.com, and check out my concert schedule. I've got some concerts that are being uh, set up here, booked in the fall. And as Lakeside uh, wraps up in my summer schedule here, um, I begin to look forward to the traveling season and fall, winter, and spring shows that I'm doing. So I'd love to connect with you somewhere along the way. So check out the schedule page and even consider bringing me into your city, your community, for a family concert. So remember, summer is not over yet. There's still a couple weeks, so milk it for all it's worth. If you're still out there in the sun, then boy, enjoy it. Soak it up. All right, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate you cheering you on. Talk to you again next time. Thank you.